0: everybody. My name is Soph Corcoran. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Don't Be a Stranger. Um, today, I'm with a very special guest, Sean McGuire, our advisor of the radio station, what and up? also a faculty member in, or a staff member in CAMPAR. Um, Sean, do you want to tell us about your position here at Jefferson?
1: Briefly? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I advise the radio station. That's uh, it's always fun. Uh, I am the uh, the campus reservationist and office coordinator in student engagement. Uh, so our office do, does all of the fun things. I know you've had Cody on this program before. I have. I'm sure you can have some of my other coworkers soon this season. Uh, so you know what we do already? We do all like, the fun stuff. And then my role as reservations is to do, uh, like if anybody wants to have like an event or a meeting, they come through me. i got to schedule it.
0: And there you go. So anybody listening who needs to schedule an event, you know who to reach out to. Um, so how are you doing today? How's your Thursday?
1: Good. It's hot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, for anybody who's listening to this that's not... On the week that it's literally been like a hundred, like every single day, like it's just been hot and heat, and but anything besides that, just the heat.
1: Uh, yeah, the heat. Yeah. No. Uh, but honestly, how bad could it be? Something to uh say on the air. This is like the first big time I'm having this announcement. I am having a baby boy with my wife,
0: Sean. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Oh my gosh! Yeah. When did you find out?
1: uh like a month or two ago
0: oh my gosh congrats thank you very much that is awesome are you excited i actually had you know what are you looking forward to but i guess you just answered that question well congratulations thank you so much oh my gosh that's so awesome oh boy oh my gosh you know so early too oh my gosh yay and oh it cut out but that's okay okay if you you can hear me right i'll let it out. okay um so and then i was just gonna ask you so how was your summer like with that news and everything
1: <laughs> uh it was an interesting summer, but it was a good summer. Uh, yeah. you know, we do orientation. Uh so it's always good to see all the new students and new faces and yeah. all the like the eager, hopeful and like who are gonna be like the future rock stars and stuff. So that was cool, that was fun.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of new clubs this year that there we've are, been noticing. There's
1: like eighty nine clubs, I think is the number.
0: And like, how many were there last year? Seventy
1: five.
0: Oh, okay. So a
1: couple of them like came back out of like like the cobwebs and the dust, but like some of them are new. I think about six are like new, new.
0: Okay. Awesome. Um, sorry, I'm just still thrown off guard. Congratulations again. That is such big news. Um, did you get to do anything like, what what do you think you would say was the best thing that you were able to do this summer? (laughs)
1: Make a baby. Yeah, seriously, right? (laughs) That's pretty cool. Uh, So I I like to say I'm old and boring. I don't do a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I went to Chicago on vacation. That was cool. Outside of Philadelphia. I think Chicago is probably my favorite city. What did you do? All of the touristy things. So uh, a couple of baseball games, Saw all of the food. There's a river tour like they have the chicago river
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so you yeah, see yeah. like
1: all the cool buildings on the river and stuff it's cool yeah
0: yeah i would i've never been out to chicago definitely I on the list that. yeah what is that that's where the bean is right yeah were they open because i know they're closed now
1: they <laughs> we see the bean every time so we skipped it this time so yeah. i think they're open but okay. they were closed for like a COVID thing even though it's outside yeah i know
0: i saw it was like i just saw it on tiktok like two months ago not two months ago two weeks ago and it was like caged in and they were like the bean is like in a cage So that was just like weird. Um, So I'm actually really excited to have you on today because I thought it would be since it's Thursday, throwback Thursday, we could talk about kind of your time at WPHU and like what Philly U was like and the radio station and everything like that. So um, I just wanted to say like what attracted you to radio, like why radio, like your freshman yourself or yourself, whenever you joined it, just like your story with
1: it. Uh, Ooh, (laughs) that's an interesting story. So I went to a high school, Haverford High, out in the suburbs. They had you went to
0: Haverford. I I went to Marble for for K K through eight. No, seriously, what a Potter Cup! Did you go to Potter Cup like that? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: I think like sixth grade year was when they started the Potter Cup. That's
0: yeah. Oh my gosh, that's how weird. Yeah, Yeah, about that. Yeah, I didn't go there for high school though, but down the street. Yeah,
1: not too bad. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, so they had they had a campus radio station. It was WHHS. And all of my friends did it, all the cool kids did it, yeah. and for whatever reason, I didn't. And I was like, this is cool, I mm-hmm. want to do it in college. And there was a radio station here, like, when I applied and, like, did tours, it like, there was one, and then there wasn't when I oh, came here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was like, I just want to start one up, and then didn't. Yeah. Uh, so my senior year, fall of 2013, yeah, fall of 2013, 10 mm-hmm. years ago right now, Uh, There's, like, a group of students that was, like, starting a radio club, and I, like, jumped on, and I I don't want to say I was the catalyst, but, like, they weren't doing a lot before I jumped on, and then I jumped on, and we started, like, doing things and having meetings, and what does this look like and things like that.
0: Sweet. So, and then what were those meetings usually, like, consisting of compared to the meetings (laughs) that we, like, have now?
1: They were uh, long and arduous, but I – I feel like it paid off, I think is the uh, the proper answer. Mm-hmm. So it was always, it was like two hours. We were in search hall upstairs in like one of the classrooms.
0: Yeah. On, what if it was like 314 or 312 or something? something. Like we saw one of the pictures. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah so there's I like about eight of us or so. And then mm-hmm. it was just like, we like laid out like the constitution. Like, what does this club look like? Like, what is your role? Like, what does the soundboard look like? How do we get people to do airtime? All these types of things. And it was, yeah. Long and I'm not going to say boring, it's it's <laughs> a bad word, but long and arduous. Yeah. Way to put it.
0: So, compared to, so, you know, as the club that, you know, we're running now, it's like post COVID, it's just very difficult to seem to kind of get people to come out of their shells a little bit or even just come and, you know, participate. So, what did the radio station look like? Was like the involvement and the people? And was, was it the part of like the communications program before like Jefferson bought it and everything like that? Was it like a main portion
1: no we were actually uh, pretty much just like you guys are now we were just like a club on campus yeah uh, we weren't affiliated with anything our advisor was like a, an english professor i think like mm-hmm. he he did something in the writing program i forget and then yeah. he left after i graduated so mm-hmm. i don't know um but yeah so it's like a kind of a club on campus there's about eight of us i think we called ourselves the board of directors It's like your executive board yeah yeah, yeah. uh so there's eight of us kind of steering the ship a little bit and mm-hmm. then uh, by the time we were, like, fully launched and I left the university, right, I left the radio station and then the university, there was, I think, like, 20 people doing shows.
0: Oh, wow. So that's pretty good. It's a really solid, like, roster of 20 people. Yeah. Um. And then what kind of events did you guys do? Like, was there a big turnout for that? Like, what was campus life kind of like?
1: Campus life back then kind of feels like it does this year and last semester, whereas yeah. it's, there's people and they're into it, but mm-hmm. there's always kind of, like, you're always hoping there's more people. Yeah. Uh, so we had one big event. We called it Palooza.
0: Okay. We briefly, I think we may have posted a photo of this to the Instagram to anybody listening that follows us on Instagram.
1: I hope they follow you. No, seriously. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So it was called Palooza. It was like our friends and classmates that like had bands. It was just in KPS and mm-hmm. it was almost like a battle of the bands, but there was like no competition. It was just yeah. like a big concert. Uh, there's like 20 people that showed up, which was pretty good for like three o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah.
0: So, and then... When you had events like that like where did you, where was the the music like coming from was it on campus bands you know was it like friend of a friend bands and stuff like that
1: Kind of a mix yeah. uh, the the biggest band i remember they're called the swim tones swim. they don't exist anymore anymore but they yeah. were pretty good uh, it was my classmates, but then he was also friends with, like, three other people on the board.
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. because I know now um, they're they're trying to get music up like and going a little bit, like, so because when I'm building manager, like, there's a lot of people that have been coming up trying to get in, to the piano in KPS, and it's, like, I don't know if it's because I've never worked there, but it seems like it's really high demand, and, you know, with a club like this, you'd hope that those people would, like, come to the meetings and stuff, but um, what was, like, was there a lot of music involvement when it was Philly U? Like, or was it more, you know, how it is now with like Cab and SGA and stuff like that?
1: <laughs> Good question. Uh, so for us, it was like we tried to be like a more like traditional radio station, like yeah. playing music. Like there's one person who was like, I'm going to play classic rock for an hour, which mm-hmm. hey, fine, whatever. Nobody in college is listening to, college yeah. is listening to classic rock. Uh, but then it was it was mostly like podcasts were like our biggest shows. The, yeah. I did a sports show that had like three listeners and one was my mom. That's uh, how
0: it is. Sometimes, yeah. unfortunately. But
1: our, our biggest show, and I put biggest in air quotes because mm-hmm. it had like 15 listeners a week. Yeah. It was like an advice show and it was very funny. Oh. Like, I think he may have made up some of the questions in hindsight, but he mm-hmm. had like people send him questions. Oh, like, how do I do this math homework? Or like mm-hmm. my girlfriend broke up and then, what do I do? And then just give terrible advice, but like take it seriously.
0: That's such a good idea. We yeah. should look into that. Yeah. yeah. And credit you and be like, this was a friend of Sean's idea. So we're just going to retry it out.
1: His name was Shane. Funny Shane. Enough. Shane McFoy.
0: Shane McFoy. Yeah. Shane, we're going to steal your idea if you're listening on the, the point, like zero chance that you are. Um, so, but that's like really interesting though, that, like, cause you guys were doing like the podcast, or were you on the air? So, like, what was with that?
1: We were never. We were hoping to get on the air. Like, yeah. Get it like a number eventually, but yeah. as I'm sure you found out or are about to find out, Oof. it's hard and it's complicated. Yeah. And so we said, no, forget this.
0: Yeah, and it's just I I feel like it's a lot of like paperwork, and then you yeah. never really think about the FCC regulations right. and stuff. It's kind of like they make it difficult. Like I know. So Ren is doing an independent study, and for this minor for communications, and she listened to this one podcast, and it was about these like people that ran like really janky radio stations in New York, like out of the apartment, and then like the their apartments and stuff. So the FCC would like knock on their doors and be like, "Hey, like you can't do this anymore." So like with our luck, something like that would happen where we get arrested, and it's like, "Oh great, for the sake of the radio station, I guess."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, it, it always seems like a cool goal in mind, but then mm-hmm. like, you think about what goes into it, and mm-hmm. I, it kind of feels more freeing when you're not on the radio, right? Yeah. Like, we, please don't, but in theory, we can curse on Spotify and RSS. Yeah. And you can't curse on the radio.
0: Yeah, I actually, I didn't know that. But then I, then you know, you think about it, and it's like, that's why they censor music and stuff, I yeah. guess. Um, so, what... It, was it just, like, the complications of it that made you guys not really want to go on the air and just do the podcast because it was easier? And then what was your, like, I know you, did you have any other shows, like, or were you more involved in, like, the behind-the-scenes, like, the board stuff?
1: I did. So for a semester, I was the, uh, I think it was GM, but it was basically the president of the mm-hmm. radio station. So I, that was, like, my big thing. The, yeah. I did the sports show, but that was the only one I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, my co-host name was Trevor Doherty. Oh. Uh So he was an Angels fan, and I was a Phillies fan, so it was, like, called it Coast to Coast. So it was like the mm-hmm. West Coast, East Coast type of thing. Yeah. Sounds neat. But I never did any other shows. It just didn't seem like something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I focused on the one show and then like being president and GM and like yeah, making this thing that was really cool and making mm-hmm. it bigger and trying to, you know, use my resources to uh, bring more people.
0: Yeah. And I think that's just what's so important is like just taking advantage of that and, you know, using those resources. Have you like seen any events and stuff that have just been like, that have been like the reservations i'll edit all of my stuttering out but have just been like really like, cool ideas because there's so many other different clubs on campus now and you know we b- would love to hear like what people are cooking up and stuff
1: <sighs> so this is one of those things where it's like different faces same places yeah yeah it's yeah. So like you're always gonna see a formal you're always gonna see yeah. Bar carnival this mm-hmm. weekend
0: next week whatever,
1: whenever, yeah. whenever this airs uh, you're always going to see like a concert, like a battle of the bands, mm-hmm. but they always have like different names and they just kind of yeah. change throughout the years.
0: Do you have like a favorite event that you've like seen on campus?
1: Honestly, it's a little bit of a cliche, but I really like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh what's the, the one at the end of the year,
0: uh, the Ram Jam. Oh, or... i
1: going to forget that. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a cliche, but yeah. I really like Ram Jam at the end of the yeah. year. Yeah.
0: Um, always have so much fun like doing that event. Um, cause I think like. Like, how important is, like, Jefferson, like, community to you? Like, how, like, I know, like, the reason I started this podcast was kind of just, like, bring, you know, voices, the names and, you know, faces and all of that. So just, like, how do you feel Jefferson is, you know, post-Philly U, you know, on building community and just, you know, how everybody knows each other and stuff like that?
1: Uh, being diplomatic about it, I think it's, there, there was a piece of Philly U where it was, like, it was a small school and everybody knew each other. Yeah. And I think a part of that was lost, but also COVID, where we lost all that completely. Mm-hmm. So, no, we're, we're getting it back, and it's getting better. Uh, but personally, I would like to see it a little bit uh, a little bit better and more worked on.
0: Yeah, and say. with COVID, it's like, do, have you seen, like, any major changes? Like, is there st- something that happened before COVID that now you would want to bring back, kind of, at here at Jefferson, or even, you know, what we had at You?
1: It's interesting, because, like, I thought with COVID, like, everything was going to change and then Mm -hmm. stay that way. And it, it did for a while. Like virtual was just like such a big part of our lives. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants to do virtual stuff. And then now we're not fully removed from COVID, but we're like a year on the outside. Like we're not doing masking. We're not doing social distancing and people stop doing those things. Yeah. Like I'm sure you have virtual class or two. But people don't look forward to them. People don't do virtual programming anymore. Mm -hmm. We all want to see each other's faces and be in the same room.
0: Yeah. And I think like even, you know, looking into like therapy and stuff too, like no, and even just like doctor's appointments, appointments, like nobody wants to do stuff like online anymore. So I think that's important to, you know, have that stuff in person. So that's really cool. Um, And then I wanted to know, so student life now versus when you were a student, because when did you start school?
1: All the way back in the fall of twenty ten.
0: Okay, and so what was it, the Philly you like, like your freshman year? Like, what kind of stuff were they, you know, going on?
1: The uh, school was small but mighty. Yeah. Uh, so there's 2,000, two thousand, three thousand undergrads, mm-hmm. something like that. Pretty similar size. What were
0: you? Um, what was your major? Here? So I
1: came in as an architecture major. Oh, sweet. Uh, which is good. That's a good segue because my first two years, like architecture, is hard, and there's a lot to it. Yeah. And to be blunt, I was not good at it. I liked building. I still like buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just couldn't design them to save my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so my first two years, I was like so focused on school and I was like getting like C's and D's and be like, well, this stinks.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I
1: like, I didn't get involved. There was still plenty of things to do. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to prioritize your time and you're still learning and growing, mm-hmm. you know, you're 18, 19, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't get involved a lot, but mm-hmm. you know, you tend to see the same events anyway. There was always a formal, yeah. there was always, we did coffee houses back then. Mm-hmm. You don't do them much anymore. Uh, There was always Ram Jam. All, like, the big things were still kind of here. Yeah. Uh, But I didn't... Like, I I switched my major junior year. I went Mm -hmm. from architecture to construction management. Mm -hmm. And so, like, almost overnight, there was, like, too much schoolwork to not enough. Yeah. So I was looking for stuff to do. So Mm -hmm. I just... I got involved. I did cab. I did the radio station. I did the CM Society, construction management society. Uh, I helped out with the theater company one semester. I, like, ran the lights and sound.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was cool.
1: I did, like, all of the possible things.
0: Mm -hmm. And then, so... What did the theater look like here? Because I know that's another thing that they're trying to bring back up again um, here on campus.
1: I I think they're one of the, like, the 88 clubs we have or whatever they're, like, coming back. It's called Mm -hmm. Gemini. I'm sure that name meant something 20 years ago, but it doesn't to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was in Downs. (laughs) They had, like, zero budget like most clubs. So they meant well, but, like, you're not seeing, like, fancy set pieces and, like, extensive backdrops, all these Mm -hmm. things. Uh, So they did some play. It was fine, but it it was, like, you you, you need to, like – like I didn't know this then, but you need to like pay rights to like put on a play.
0: I didn't even think yeah, about that. right, yeah. like it's these
1: things you don't think about. Yeah. Like, of course you do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So with $0 budget, they had to find like a free play. So it was it's <laughs> kind of like a pastiche on like these like fairy tale stories, but then they were, like the actors were like playing bad actors playing the roles in these plays. But
0: So it was like meta, like a it little was, bit. It was like very meta. That yeah. was like very much in
1: oh. <clears throat> in 2014. Mm-hmm. But then it like <laughs> My classmates are very nice people, and I'm sure they're very successful, but they were not good actors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even, like, imagine so the, how that was.
1: The person who played lead, he was an actor. He, like, got mm-hmm. paid. He, like, did commercials when we were in college. Wow. I'm sure he's super successful now. Yeah. I touch touched with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, everybody else was, they were there, and they, like, hit the lines and their marks, but, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't falling, like, I wasn't falling into the trap of this yeah.
0: being real. Yeah, because, I, I mean, this is a lot of things, but it's definitely not a theater school. So I For couldn't sure. even imagine how that went. Um so yeah so i mean do you think like the the involvement is still the same like as when you went here?
1: Uh i do it actually like looking at the involvement fair last week a couple weeks ago it definitely feels bigger than it did then.
0: There was so many people there. It really like doing it the year before totally like different crowd. And
1: yeah. There were like a hundred tables. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you found it like in the office with like, you know, I know you work with like Heather and um, Emily and Cody, like with the new freshman class being so big, like how has that been like managing that?
1: <laughs> it's sure been bad. good, but it's still early. right? Yeah. Uh, so it, it's always good with first years. You like want to see, like you know what orientation, like you're always going to see like 10 faces or whatever. Like mm-hmm. these are going to be the stars in four years. Yeah. The uh, The rock stars. So it's always good to see that. But then there's also, 400 other people 500 other people whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah uh, so luckily with our office we don't have to interface with everybody Only yeah. the ones that choose to come find us mm-hmm. so it's always good there's always like a strong number yeah and I'm sure Cody can tell you better but like it feels like there has been more first years eager to do stuff this year than in the last couple of years
0: which is great like if you think about it because you know this is really like the the main class that was really affected by it. Covid, with you know they were freshmen in high school, and then like you, you're done school and you're a senior and you go to college next year. And I was, I mean, I was a little bit nervous because one of them, when I started building manager, came up to me, and was like, "Hey, do you know how to take out a loan?" Huh. And I was like, "Oh, I." And they were like, "Well, it was the day before tuition was due," and I was like, "I don't know how to like." I was like, "You could use Sally May." I was like, "I don't know, and see if they'll forgive it for you," and like when you graduate but like good luck with all
1: of that that's a heavy question yeah
0: no seriously because he was like do you know anything about tuition it was and i was like i know it's like due tomorrow and he was like do you know how to take out a loan and i was like (laughs) "Ooh," i was like kid like good like good luck um yeah and i know like the biggest issue now has been like the wi-fi like have you had to deal with that at all
1: yeah, so I'm pretty sure my computer is hardwired because yeah. I've seen the Wi-Fi issues, but mm-hmm. my computer doesn't seem to pick up on it. Yeah. But I have noticed, like in the summer, it was fine on my phone. And then like almost immediately, like everybody came back to campus mm-hmm. and my phone stopped working on the Wi-Fi. Yeah,
0: which is just like, I guess, predictable. Like when you see how many people are here now, right. like I, I went into like TED's at three thirty one one time and it was packed. There were so yeah. many people there and i just i was shocked you know so i'm like hoping for when we have the meeting today that you know we get a pretty decent turnout especially if these freshmen you know are as interested as they say that they are i hope so yeah um and then i guess like i don't know how would you say like going to college in like the 2010s is, was like because i'm that's like my favorite like gener- not my favorite generation but i think it's such a fascinating time with like the upbringing of the internet, you know, and finally being used and stuff with, like, Instagram, and Twitter, and, you know, all of that.
1: The upbringing of the internet. How old do you think I am? I
0: don't think it's... Okay, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but, like, I mean, with social media, because that was really social when that started... to start, That's different. really yeah. what I meant, because, right. like, um, you know, you had MySpace and stuff in 2008, and then you mm-hmm. had Instagram, Twitter, Facebook in 2010, and it was totally different. Yeah,
1: like, in high school, it was MySpace and Facebook, and that was it. Like, if you were mm-hmm. nerdy, you had a Twitter. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram. I don't know when it started, but, like, it was like big by the time I graduated. All my friends yeah. were on it, and I was not because I didn't like being in front of a camera. Then I still yeah. don't, but I'm better at it. But like Instagram was like here, but it was like kind of niche and like mm-hmm. it wasn't the big app that everybody's on. Now. Yeah, so yeah, so it's definitely different. Like. Even just think about, like, how you present things on social media. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, it was all text-based. Facebook, Twitter, websites were even still kind of, like, a big thing. Mm -hmm. And now if you don't have a picture, you're not getting any engagement.
0: Yeah, and then that's what I wanted to kind of know is, like, what did a lot of the clubs on campus use to communicate their events, if not, you know, the resources that we really have now? And, you know, were, were there a lot of, like, flyers for people, like, doing, like, podcasts, shouting out their events and stuff like that?
1: Kind of the same things we're doing now, and we have the same problems even back then. Like, how do mm. you, you're putting out all these things, and people should be listening and checking their email and their mailboxes, and they're mm. not. And they, yeah. they, for better or worse, they just aren't checking their things. They don't care if they're yeah. not looking for it. Uh, but I do know, like, all of the big clubs had, like, a Facebook, either like a group or like a profile or a page mm. yeah. type of thing. Some of them had Twitters, but like, that never really felt like it really went anywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We never really got our Twitter to, like, get off, too. Like, that was, I feel like that's such a hard social media to like launch yeah. yeah so would you say that it's just kind of the same now just
1: i think so i mean it's a decade away so we have a, a decade of experience on top of it but mm-hmm. it, like i'm <laughs> putting on my professional hat it still feels like students are having the same issues just different ways of going at it
0: yeah so how do you mean by that if you don't mind me asking
1: so like 10 years ago we had facebook we had flyers we could put them in people's mailboxes i don't think you can do that anymore but
0: i i don't even yeah, think so I, yeah. I'd I'd
1: yeah maybe edit that out it's not <laughs> We could like put flyers in the mailbox, in mm-hmm. the mail room, and then they put them in the mailboxes and yeah. the, the flyers, the newsletters from the thing, all of the billboards on campus. Mm-hmm. But if people aren't stopping to read them, they're not coming to your event.
0: Yeah. And
1: you have all these same things. You all have Instagrams. Mm-hmm. There's like three Facebooks, I think. We yeah. have group me's and discords mm-hmm. and wherever. It's so... You're still putting the stuff out there at the same rate, but you're still not getting an audience.
0: Yeah, because you run one of the you run one of the Instagrams for the I university, do. right? And then watch... at
1: Ramley underscore photos. Yeah, and then
0: so what is it like running that? You know, being such um, an epicenter for everything going on on campus.
1: I think the hardest part for me is that I'm old and tired. I'm a 31 year old <laughs> male, and yeah. I'm very much not in college anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have I have analytics, so I can like tell like what's working, what's not. But yeah, I like have to put my mindset, put myself in the mindset of like. 18 to 22 year old like I think three quarters of our population is female so like how do I reach that Mm -hmm. person that isn't me yeah so I to pat myself on the back I think I'm pretty Mm -hmm. good at it but it's something that doesn't come naturally to me
0: yeah but I mean I don't know it's really just like impressive trying to like gauge that you know try to like mold into that brain of that because you know like, of course, me being, like, a 20-something girl, like, I'm just ready to go online and just be like, la, 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 and just, like, put whatever I think is right. right. So, like, having, being able to mold into that mindset is just, like, impressive, I will Thank say. Um, I also wanted to ask you about how you got into Quizzo. Like, what's like what, you know, how you got connected with the brewing company and, you know, how you do that every, what, Thursday, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. two days a week. So, I, it's one of those things, I'm sure you've heard this in all of your interviews, but I just, I kind of, like, fell into it
0: i can't wait to hear the story behind this yeah,
1: buckle up uh so me and my buddy trevor i co-hosted the podcast with him. Oh, this predates the podcast mm-hmm. uh we went to a place called billy murphy's still here still down the yes
0: you want to hear something crazy that is my dad's friend really my dad's friend isn't billy murphy but his son mikey so. or billy I think Mikey. Yeah, yeah my dad. Uh, no. Yeah, really. No, you can blur. It no, it's okay. It's okay. We're not FCC regulated. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but my, that's my dad's friend. Yeah. I, I forget. I, I I think it's Mikey, but that's he's opening a taqueria. Yeah. Not to interrupt your story, but I'm gonna try to get All a the job field. there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So,
1: Supposedly yeah. a cool spot.
0: Yeah. They don't have yeah. a chef yet. That's why they're not open. Uh, yeah. Makes
1: sense. They, All right. I'll save the inside baseball for the radio, but <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. Uh, so anyway, so. Uh, it was, like, fall of 2013 when everything mm-hmm. else happened. We, like, went to Quizzo every week, Billy Murphy's. Uh, they had two hosts, which, uh, okay, it was weird, but that's just how their schedule worked out. So yeah. a guy named Brian Hickey actually works at the university now. Yeah, interviewed. interview. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. crazy. So he was, like, kind of, like, the main guy. And then had a guy named Dan. Very nice, but, like, very bookish and, like, didn't, like, interact much on the microphone. Yeah. But, like, his questions were fine. Like, his is more, like, intellectual, like, proper Quizzo or, like, mm-hmm. trivia, I would say. Yeah. And then Brian's was like the funnier stuff and like trash TV and sports and like yeah. TV and movie, like the things that like I'm very much into. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. So we did that every Tuesday. It was also burger night, so of course we're gonna load up on like. Oh, five for sure.
0: Burgers. Their their burgers are so good. Get
1: the turf burger. So good.
0: I. That's the one I got. It, which yes. which one is on that? Uh, it's like the I forget what it is.
1: The spicy aioli, the yeah, uh, the pickled jalapenos, the bacon, the onions. I definitely that's definitely cheese. the one that I got.
0: So good because that's the one my dad was like, you need to go and get that's that one. The best one. Yeah. Got. Yeah.
1: My wife also gets the chicken turf, not on the menu, but it's, you get the turf burger, but instead of a patty, it's chicken. That
0: sounds better probably, right? Yeah. With that spicy aioli on it So good. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, so we went every Tuesday uh, and then Dan just like dropped out. He just like stopped showing up one day Oof. and they're like, we need a Quizzo host. And I had done it like at school. I did it like for cab and a couple other clubs. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll fill in. And I was terrible. Oh <laughs> no. I still have the questions and it's like really bad, but like. You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Like nobody just starts being good overnight.
0: did not, not so like, possible. So I
1: did it just about every other week. It just kind of worked out like Brian would do it. And when he couldn't, I did it. Mm-hmm. So it was nominally every other week. But like it wasn't. I actually think we're coming up on the anniversary. September something, 2015 is when I started. Wow. Yeah. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Oof. Yeah. So I just like fell into it and just like kept doing it every other week, every week, every third week, whatever it worked out. Mm-hmm. And just you kept doing it and doing it. And yeah. at a certain point, like I'd say like a year into it before I felt like any good.
0: What were some of your like starter like topics? Like what were your like little
1: questions? We talked about Chicago. It was actually like (laughs) the second week I did Quinzo. I'd like just gotten back from a trip to Chicago. So I was like, here's what I learned. And it was 10 questions that nobody cared about.
0: Oh, that's kind of funny though. Yeah. Uh,
1: And so I did it September, 2015. So I still had friends in school. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to write a college round and they're all going to come and they're all going to ace it. And then nobody showed up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so that's yeah.
1: unfortunate yeah that's all right so it yeah. was like which school's mascot is like Phil the Ram from 1884 or whatever mm-hmm. and I was like clearly like that's here T yeah. W you Jefferson mm-hmm. and nobody showed up yeah but that was all right yeah so then uh fall of 2016 I started taking like improv comedy and sketch classes
0: awesome yeah
1: all of the cool stuff and yeah. like once I did that like then things like started to click because mm-hmm. like, it isn't just me reading into a microphone this is a yeah. performance yeah and that's when I think I started to get like really really good mm-hmm uh, and then I just kind of like, once I got to that point, I like started going out to like different bars, different breweries and be like, hey, I want to do Quizzo for you. I, it was very much like sales pitchy. And yeah, I like,
0: no, that's awesome. Though. Uh,
1: so Wissahickon opened April 2017, but they did like soft launches before that. So I like went in there, checked out their beer. Very good beer. Still one of my favorites. I'm
0: going to there when I'm 21. Maybe. Yes, as
1: soon as you and all of your listeners are 21, I <laughs> yeah. recommend it. It's a cool <laughs> spot. Uh, get the Wigwam and the Devil's Pool. Those are my two favorites. Okay, definitely. If I can promote that. College <laughs> You're over 21. to fine. <laughs> yes as long as you're 21 it's fine anyway so they opened April 2017 and they're like yes come do Quizzo but not right now mm-hmm. so then I was like I like had like a bank of questions because I could start doing it every week yeah. instead of every other week mm-hmm. or so uh, and that was April 2017 then they like October they said let's start so I did and I didn't look back
0: that's great. And then what has it been like watching? Not only the progression of like your quizzo, but like the brewing company, like period, like it's growing with that. insane.
1: It blows my mind. Yeah. It's like the first week I was in the tap room and the sound system was terrible. There was like echo and feedback. And I had, I think like eight teams. It wow. was insane. And yeah. then like the summers, summers are always tough for programming. You mm-hmm. may see that on college campuses because yeah. nobody's here. We all go down to shore. Right. Mm-hmm. So like there was like one summer I had like four or six teams every week. That yeah. was it. Four to Six a 100 degrees. we were in the brew house. Everybody's sitting over barrels that's what they use for tables. Yeah. Uh and it stunk. Oh gosh. It was awful. And then mm-hmm. just like I kept at it. I started getting really good and then like people told their friends and then they told their friends and then the brewery like got actual tables yeah. and then they had the, the beer garden outside and now I get like 40 teams every week.
0: That's crazy insane to, to me. go from 4 to 6 of like that many people. Yeah. Wow. What are, okay, so what are your, like, three favorite Quizzo topics?
1: <laughs> so I do current events every week. Okay. It's mostly, like, a chance for me to, like, riff on the news and, like, do, like, my best, like, weekend update impressions. Yeah. Uh, it's 10 questions, so they're not all going to be winners. Yeah. But I, it's there's it's fun to play mm-hmm. on the news. Uh, so, like, you saw, like, Mitch McConnell keeps freezing in his press conferences. Yeah. I've been harping on that for, like, a month.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been funny because yeah, he's been right. doing it for, like, what, since, like, June it started Something for the first time? Like yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so, like, you don't want to, like, punch down on anybody but like it's it's mitch mcconnell in the senate like he's he's not on our side
0: yeah, yeah never so
1: <laughs> it's okay you don't you don't want to harp on people's health but like he wouldn't care about mine so i'm I, okay with not talking about him. no
0: seriously but that, that's funny how about anything else like
1: i i love to do music rounds which makes perfect sense running a radio station yeah around. so uh last week i did songs about children and, <laughs> and help that my Son, that's when we were going to announce it, and then we didn't. But it was, like, National Sons and Daughters Day. Oh, like that. that's so
0: nice. Yeah, so it was, like, yeah.
1: like, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine, mm-hmm. uh, Love Child. Um, Sweet. Voodoo Child, Jimi Hendrix. That was cool.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a cool one. So what are you, like, listening to right now? Like, what do you have, like, on repeat?
1: I am all over the map. Uh, my favorite band is Talking Heads. Uh, Stop Making Sense is, like, their, like their pinnacle, their magnum opus. Mm-hmm. That, like, just came out on vinyl as, like, a re release. It's I like the think 40th that anniversary. They're
0: reuniting for the first time in 40 years. So, like, what's going on with that? Because I just vaguely know. Yeah, you're like smiling. You look really happy. Yeah, I, l- I look like a big idiot right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so, like, I have the vinyl from 1984 whenever it came out. But it was it was just like bits and pieces. So mm-hmm. now they like re release it, the full movie on vinyl for the first time ever.
0: Uh, A24 so course, produced that, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. A24. Well, I don't, I don't know if it did the, the soundtrack, but they did the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have the vinyl. I have tickets to the movie that's coming out. That's A24. Where
0: are you seeing it at?
1: Uh, I'm seeing it twice because of course I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in King of Prussia, and then one. It might be in Manayunk. Yeah, with the second one because I, I
0: know that they, they do it at like um, where is it? The Ritz Five. That's like my favorite movie no, theater. That's a good one. Yes, but and yeah. then so it's just what is it about? Like the movie? Is it just the, like a so
1: they're they're just re-releasing the movie. So it was just it was just a concert film. So okay. it's actually pretty neat. Like they start out it's just David Byrne on with a guitar mm-hmm. and empty stage, and you see them like building it, and then like as they're building the stage, they like build the band, and like they have like the big crescendo when they're all there.
0: Yeah. It's
1: Super cool favorite movie, favorite band, favorite mm-hmm. album, all of the things, and it's like forty years is like the anniversary so they're coming out with it. Yeah, and it's part of a festival in Toronto. So after the movie, on it's September eleventh. It's a Monday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, that date's important, but it's not. It's at
0: TIFF, right? It is the okay. Toronto
1: International Film Festival. I think yeah, so I have something like that. They're reuniting. It's for a Q and A about okay. the thing. So it's the first time they've all been like in a room together since like two thousand two, whatever, whenever they're Crazy. talking to the hall of fame.
0: So how do you like feel about that as like a super fan?
1: (laughs) I, I feel like it's, it's like a harbinger of more news. Like they're going to say we're reuniting or putting out more stuff. I I don't have any inside knowledge. I don't know, but I'm, sure as heck hoping that's like we're reuniting and we're going to do it. Oh,
0: that would be so cool especially after what like 20 years right 2002 going they, on 23 yeah, or 21 years
1: 2002 they were in the hall of fame so they played like two songs in cleveland like if you watch the video like they, mm. there's very much like animosity in the band yeah
0: do you know why they stopped like out of just curiosity david just,
1: burns kind of a jerk
0: yeah in his
1: words he was a little tyrant by the end mm. uh, and so uh, he's self-diagnosed he's asperger's I, I don't think it's like official diagnosis yeah. but like Looking back, like, you very much see that in, like, all of his things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chris Frantz and, and Tina Weymouth, they were, like, the drummer and the bassist. They kind of, like, picked on him a little bit. Yeah. But they were, like, all college fans. So mm-hmm. I assume it's just, like, like you're, like, riffing with your buddy and being, yeah. like, hey, you're dumb. And I'm, like, hey, I
0: am. Yeah, And another guy takes it too but personal. David Byrne the picks the band up. Takes it
1: personally because he has a lack of social skills. Yeah. Uh, so I think that just kind of, like, ballooned into a thing. And then mm-hmm. it just, like, it boiled over
0: there you go uh what else are you listening to right now anything like new
1: wet leg It's probably the newest band I listen to. yeah
0: they are great right what's your favorite Love wet that. leg song
1: Ooh, uh it's inappropriate for work but like wet dream it's pretty good
0: so good have you seen the harry styles cover of that
1: i have really yeah it's pretty bad. good
0: yeah actually he like killed that but there i think theirs is better but yeah that's right they wrote it anything else like
1: Ooh. um uh ooh. <laughs> Low Cut Connie, I think that's another one I want to plug. They're a local band. Probably mm-hmm. don't know them. Uh, the lead singer played at my wedding, so that was cool.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. What do they do? Like rock?
1: Yeah, they're kind of like old school, like piano rock and roll type of stuff. It's Dope. Cool. They've like moved more into pop. They have a mm-hmm. new album coming out, I think, like two weeks from now. So yeah. So going on tour. Uh, yeah. So I got them on repeat.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. Um, so what? Yeah. So what do they do? Like, where do they usually play at? Like.
1: They so. It's in the Philly area things. it's another one of those things where like I saw them <clears throat> excuse me like in college at like small bars and now they're yeah. like playing like Union Transfer
0: so cool in, like all
1: like the big spots yeah. yeah
0: have you like seen like you know working with the radio station have you seen other bands like that like that up close that you know go from just playing a little spot to going to like Franklin Music Hall and all that
1: I'd say that like when I was in college I would just like go to shows and like if there's a band I liked, to go see them again and mm-hmm. I think Loka Connie was the first one that like I did that and they like made something out of it
0: that's so cool like,
1: at one point i was following like probably like a dozen bands It's like if they had a show i'm going to see it mm-hmm. and they all just kind of fizzled out or like got married and had kids or just like quit music altogether yeah and that stinks because i like all their music and yeah. i still listen to it uh so like it's cool to see but like low Khan is like the only one that i followed that like made mm-hmm. it out of the muck
0: that's so cool though so um yeah like what are what are your like favorite like mute like bands like what's your the best concert that you think that you've been to like even to.
1: hmm well, David Byrne always puts on a good show. Yeah, did He's you, you you've
0: that. seen him in a concert?
1: So I saw him on Broadway. He did a show. Really? It was called American Utopia. It was maybe a year and a half ago or so now.
0: Vaguely, I think yeah. I know of It was
1: that. pretty cool. It was like kind of similar to Stop Making Sense where they like built like a show, but then with like the added wrinkle of how do we move them all around and do ca- choreography? Yeah. So like, the hardest part he said was like the drums. So instead of like one person and a giant kit, there's like mm-hmm. 10 people and each had one drum.
0: Yeah. Was it a play or like a musical?
1: It was weird. So there's like, there's no plot. So like, it's a musical, but it's not like musical theater. It's just like a concert that happens to be on Broadway. Was
0: it like um, when Spring Scene was on Broadway? Like kinda, something like yeah, that? It's yeah, kind of the same thing. And then, how, but how was that? How, was it like the two hours, like intermission, everything?
1: It, I, probably like an hour and a half, two hours, no intermission, just straight through. It was so good. I cried.
0: Oh, I can't even. <laughs> what did he play?
1: Uh, So American Utopia was like an album he put out. Mm -hmm. It's fine, but it's not his best work. So it was mostly songs from that. And then like he would like mix in some of his old stuff Mm -hmm. and like some talking head stuff. Like once in a lifetime, this must be the place, Mm road to nowhere.
0: Have you seen um, Solar Opposites?
1: I have seen a few episodes and okay. I look forward to more.
0: Oh my gosh okay because that was my next question I was gonna ask um like if you're watching anything right now, but there's that there's an episode and they play a talking head song and nice. it's so good but we just finished um, the fourth season so I don't really know if you are like well versed in the controversy and everything with the the Justin voice out. yeah. yeah. And cause I know, do, do you, I don't really watch it, but if you, you've seen Rick and Morty, I used it? to
1: love Rick and Morty and then I like dropped cable and just like stopped watching it.
0: Yeah. Um, because I know they're not releasing anything with the new yeah. voice actors because of it, but the way that they did it with solar opposites was like perfect. Like I, if anything, think it's like better than any of the other seasons have been. Good yeah. Is. So yeah. What else are you watching right now? You binging?
1: Actually, like, I'm old and tired. It's like, we don't watch like new TV. Yeah. Um, so we watched strange planet on Apple TV plus
0: what oh is that with the little guy it's like the little yeah blue yeah, people. yeah how is yeah. that
1: it's okay i think it's mostly like a kid's show so mm-hmm. like, i'm not like going all in i'm not yeah. going all in for it but mm-hmm. it's cool to see um <laughs> so it's a comic on instagram right it's where i see it. i'm not sure yeah. where else it is but so it's like making fun of like these weird things that we do they're just like mundane human mm-hmm. society things yeah So like you took that into a tv show so the idea is still there but like if it, it's 30 minutes of a cartoon instead of four panels kind of defeats the point of the joke. Yeah.
0: It's like, I think I saw a clip of it on TikTok. It's like where they like address like how they're feeling and stuff instead of like, it's like unsaid stuff that they say pretty much, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good like premise, right? So what's your favorite TV show?
1: Ooh, I think all times probably got to be The Simpsons, right? I reference The Simpsons (laughs) all the time.
0: What's your favorite Simpsons episode?
1: The monorail one is pretty good. The one that Conan
0: wrote, right? Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Right? That's
1: like the, the second thing he's most famous for. Yeah, is that episode. Uh, or also Homer at the Bat, the, the baseball episode. Conan wrote that one too, right? Or I was think part he did. He was on the writing staff, but I don't yeah. know if he was the lead writer for that one. All
0: right, how about top three? Because um, I'm just okay. curious. Top three. I love Ooh, asking kind of people tight. what their favorite shows are.
1: <laughs> uh, top three Simpsons episodes? Oh, no, Of just three? television shows, period. Oh, oh, all right, that makes it easier. Uh, the Simpsons, The Office.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, top three show i don't know i'm like Uh, crazy
0: i keep all my shows that i watch like ranked like on my phone (laughs) i'm like insane about it
1: (laughs) i know you're a south park person and that's definitely like top 10 but i think number three i'm gonna go with bojack horseman really
0: Really? i that i love that show what did you what's your favorite episode of that show because i feel like that that one has so many good ones there
1: was so bojack came out at a time it was like very personal like lots of like lows in my life so i like very much like mirrored bojack and also i was like for whatever reason, like trying to be famous. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, ah, this is going to be me. And I was yeah. like, but should it? So it's like, I took like a lot of lessons and like, just like kept it like close to yeah,
0: heart. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: my favorite one, I don't know, but I think the best one is the one, it's like his mother's funeral. It's
0: free. I think churro. it's called like free
1: churro. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so it's good. Like
1: Will Arnett. Mm-hmm. He like plays two characters, but he's like, he's the only one talking. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, I have, so I'm, BoJack isn't like one of my top 10 and actually South Park isn't even like either. I think South Park I have it oh. like 7 or 8. I've I've right. like I'm like a trash person. I watch so much television. <laughs> it's like literally sad cuz it's like where do I find the time? But um I'm going to have to say um the view from halfway down from oh. my Oh, I forgot about that's, that. That that is that's such I think a good one was probably the best piece of television at the time that i'd ever seen yeah yeah for sure it was just like perfect and it's such a smart have you seen arrested development of course yeah Yeah. because that's i actually we went thrifting on monday and i found um the first season on dvd and i bought it in case it ever gets like deleted from streaming like god forbid but yeah but i knew i will arnett from that and i saw bojack when i was a freshman in high school and i was like okay should probably watch this and i really enjoyed it so that's a pretty solid ranking at three right how about always sunny where would you throw that at
1: i like always sunny but Mm -hmm. like i never like got into it really like i'd appreciate it i appreciate it but like i not ranked
0: Mm -hmm. um because our did you know they're coming to the man again right i did hear that yeah um So just like really, I hate like talking about myself on these because I would guess, but my dad got three tickets for it through his company, but he had this like, um, meeting and he was supposed to meet them, but he's going to be in Kentucky. And Uh. he was like, I'll let you use my ID to get in and meet them because I've had so many like almost times meeting them because my dad works for this like liquor company in the city and that it's four walls is one of their clients. And I'm not 21 or I totally would have gotten there to meet them and I'm so upset about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> ah, missed opportunities, right?
0: Seriously. And um and then I actually I wanted to tie Quizzo back into it a little bit cuz I wanted I know you said you took improv and I think on the subject of television, how would you compare doing Quizzo versus doing like stand up and stuff like that?
1: uh quizzo is easy because everything i need is right in front of me yeah I have a script if i have like a particular joke i don't really do it much anymore because i know my own stuff but like mm-hmm. at certain points if i like had a joke that like i wanted to hit it would be like in parentheses or bold yeah or whatever with stand up you have to have all of that memorized mm-hmm. and I, I did stand up for a while it was fine the jokes were fine but i, yeah. I could never memorize my stuff so i'd come up there and be like hey and just look like an idiot for like five <laughs> minutes it's like my career never took off. It's the same like performance bug, mm-hmm. right? Like quizzo, music, stand-up, sketch. It's all kind of the same. Like you're performing yeah. something for other people. Do
0: you have any like sketch shows that you watch that, you know, you base your comedy off like a little bit? I
1: mean, Saturday Night Live. That's what everybody says. Mm-hmm. Right? Of course.
0: Yeah. 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 Um,
1: Mad TV was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the UCB show, I've seen clips of it. I think it's just called UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's like Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, sidebar, have- I went to UCB. Uh,
0: really how was that
1: that was cool until it wasn't (laughs) oh gosh yeah it turns out they're not the uh the shining bastions of nice people that we think they are
0: i i mean a bunch of like actors in new york i think are just gonna be you know arrogant narcissism whatever
1: i enjoyed my time there no i'm just some big idiot in philadelphia
0: oh no i i I, they're missing out i'm sure um do you have a favorite SNL like player like that you kind of
1: Oh, uh, Kenan Thompson. He's been there for a thousand years. Yeah. He's pretty good. Uh, Kate McKinnon was awesome. So good. I think Cecily Strong is probably my favorite.
0: Really? Yeah. I see. I'm like a, i am like I love Bill Hader. I oh, am like, yeah. I'm so the good. number one Bill Hader fan. Like i <laughs> did you watch Barry? I did. He's so yeah. good. Yeah. I think we've probably talked about it cause I talk about Barry all the time, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, gotta say him. Um, what's like, do you have like a favorite like sketch, you know?
1: Ooh, favorite sketch. I mean, they do so many a year. How mm-hmm. do right, you get to pick your favorite sketch? Yeah. Uh, all of the like the like the black Jeopardies are always fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. like
1: the one with Tom Hanks, probably the best one. Yeah, where he plays like like a, a like a MAGA guy with the red hat. Yeah, yeah, like that, that's probably like the best one. I yeah, think. they've
0: they've definitely you know had some good ones. Um, I just this is like a, not one I was planning to ask you, but um, the writer strike, you know, and how terrible that is. Like, what do you think about that? Like, when do you think we'll finally you know? And being the radio actually to tie it back a little bit, it's very important to have writers, you know, because like you right. know. A lot of us just go off the, the bat, but when you think of professional radio, like, they have writers in their room and they need to get paid. And even though that's television and it's different, it's like, when are they going to, you know, if they're facing the same thing, Right. whatever.
1: By yeah. the time things get to us, whether it's the radio or the TV or the stage, whatever, it's mm-hmm. passed off by a writer Yeah. Like, at some point. So you need writers for content. Yeah. And we're always on the side of labor. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. I say that with a smirk on my face mm-hmm. in general, but you always got to be on the side of labor, right? So rooting for the actors, rooting for the writers, but... It sounds like they're not bending.
0: Yeah, and that's what just makes me nervous with Saturday Night Live is they're predicting it to this, you know, strike to last for like two years.
1: It's a long time. Yeah, and
0: so what do you, you know... Do you think they're going to budge? I don't think they're going to budge. I think this is going to be going on for a very long time.
1: I don't know. At a certain point, you know, these things are all ratings based and like yeah. streams, you get eyeballs on things. Mm-hmm. But if there's nothing to watch, you're not yeah. getting your ratings, you're not getting your streams. It's yeah. going to hit somebody's wallet at some point. Mm-hmm. So somebody's going to bend.
0: I And if if anything, I think it's going to be Disney. Like they make me like sick as a corporation. I had no clue that they bought Hulu. Yeah. And then I was watching like South Park or something. And then they Randy was like... Or was in it or something because apparently Disney owns like Paramount or whatever bought yeah. them mm-hmm. and it, that just like scares me so I'm really hoping they can like figure that out um but <laughs> okay. then um, just tying up the Quizzo thing I'm just so fascinated in this I'm so sorry sure. um, um but yeah and then so when you did improv like how did that you know help you with Quizzo uh
1: so the hardest part for Quizo was like coming up like idea generations yeah like, what are the topics and then what are the questions within that and like mm-hmm. what's the, like the funny thing or the neat thing about this yeah. so with improv there's like a it's it's an exercise but you also use it on the stage it's called like a to c mm-hmm. so like you always ask for a word that's like the pretty typical improv thing so people say pineapple for whatever reason but then it's like pineapple's the a so pineapple makes me think of what it's like hawaii yeah or whatever so hawaii is the b and they take it from there hawaii makes me think of islands and sharks and palm trees and paradise and all these things and that's you got all of those ideas from pineapple, right? That's Crazy. A to C. Crazy, yeah. So for a quizzo, the hardest part was idea at Generation, like I said. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like to do like holidays. Like I said, it was National Sons and Daughters Day yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you take that, like that's the A, like mm-hmm. that makes me think of this song, makes me think of this song, this artist, yeah. whatever. That's kind of how you do it.
0: That's, yeah, that is so cool. Um, I don't know if you've seen, um, n- not Nathan for you, what is it, the rehearsal? So, but it's, um, it's Nathan, have you seen Nathan for you? It's like, yeah. So Nathan Fielder has this HBO show. It's it's limited edition, like six episode thing, but they have um this episode about this guy who, you know, wants to go to Quizzo and he wants to like impress this girl. So he like tricks the guy into knowing all the answers to so the Quizzo. <laughs> and I, I I don't know if you've ever seen that, but you definitely should watch it because it's right. very funny and it has to do with Quizzo. Um, definitely recommend that. Keep it in mind. Um, So I always ask... So unfortunately we have to begin to wrap up because we have the meeting in five minutes, which is okay. No <laughs> rush. Um, I like to ask all of my viewers this cause it kind of just gives like a final perspective of like who you are. Um, if you had the attention of the whole world for five minutes, what would you say? Yes. Loaded question. <laughs> yeah, oh, no loaded serious. Question. Like, yeah, uh, No um, pressure. Every there. reaction, the same exact time. It's like, Oh my God, who is this kid? Like, who does she think that she is?
1: <laughs> ah, Terrifying. Uh, be nicer to one another. Take a listen. Don't talk as much.
0: There we go. Listen to that. Anything else? That's it. All right. Um, I think that's I think that's good. I'm happy with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Sean, thank you so much. I'm so excited yeah, that course. we finally had you. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. Such a big deal. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, my name is So Corcoran. And Sean, don't be a stranger. I'll try. All right. Oh, yay. That was so nice. Thank Thank you.